That's right, Chuck. Hello there. Assemble. Ninety nine nerds. We are here for episode forty one. Uh, another movie review coming at you hot. This one we all saw together as a fun group. It was us together in the movie theater. It was fun. We saw Friendship, The Flash, featuring Ezra Miller, Sean, as well as others, and David. Yeah, and Teasy was there too. Shout Teasy. out to Teasy. Well, no, I mean like in the more movie, than, more than Ezra <laughs> oh. Miller was there in the movie. Right, right, right. There was that one girl. He was in it multiple which, times. Oh my gosh, what does that even mean? We'll tell you about it. Maybe he gets paid multiple twice. Multiple deductions in the review. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, the Flash. How many? Say it. Flashes is it? <laughs> Ogre. Um. It was, uh, you know, so right off the bat, I'll say that of the three of us, I liked it probably the most. You did. Which is not saying a lot because I didn't love it. (laughs) (laughs) I was honestly surprised that you were the one who liked it the most. I I think I walked in with like super low expectations. Yeah. And I don't know what I was expecting. And so I was pleasantly surprised when I did things I liked. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you go to a kid's um, play. Like a fourth grade play or something. Right. And you're like, man, they're just trying so hard down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what do you, what would you give it one out of ten? I have decided in my heart to give it a six out of ten. Wow. A three out of five. Hmm. Six out of ten. I thought you were going to go higher. Added honestly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I always have like my initial... Uh, instinct like gut reaction to a movie but then if I sit on it for a little while I come to get closer to what I think it was so uh, yeah I'd say 6 out of 10 you're persuading my rating what do you think David? oh my gosh <laughs> did you guys like it more than that? <laughs> um, you walked out of the theater liking it the most my initial thought was a higher rating than 6 out of 10 well dude 60% is great it's a 3 out of 5 yeah I guess so what do you think, dude? What do you want it to have? A four out of five? I mean, that's reserved for like John Wick two. Mm, yeah. Sure. Which I don't know if that's what uh, I would it, but I, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I was excited to see this movie. Um, I don't know why, because I don't, I don't <laughs> like Ezra Miller. Oh my gosh. But I guess I forgot that I didn't like him. And then he started talking right away. Oh and no. I remembered. And I thought, <sighs> why did they go with this guy? Um, I hate his voice. Not only go with him, but then stick with him through the drama. Yeah, through all the legal issues. But there's nothing you can do to help a person like that. No, not him. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Ezra. Um, He needs help. Yeah, I was really annoyed. Every time he talked, I, it really bothered me. Um, and then, I mean, are we going to just jump right into spoilers? Yeah. Sean, do your AI spoiler thing right now. Spoily boilies. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, I don't like Ezra Miller. Two, they brought in another Ezra Miller. <laughs> there are two versions of him in this movie. Um, it took me about 45 minutes to kind of get over my dislike of him. Mm-hmm. And then I enjoyed it. It was it was good. Um, it had some good references. I didn't... They weren't the best references. I would yeah. have done it different, but 
it was it was a fun story the uh storyline of his mom dying is kind of the whole uh plot to this movie um but i grew up watching the flash tv show yeah that's the thing i was really curious about you guys have a totally different context for the flash than i did i never watched that show it Apart is from very pulling cheesy. horribly cringy clips from it. It is it is an awful cheesy show, but there are some storylines. There are some seasons that are very good, and I yeah. think they do a better job. Which they have more time to tell the story, but yeah, uh, this story just didn't hit as hard. But it was still good. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, a lot of the jokes I didn't like, but it was the jokes you're not supposed to laugh at that I really laughed at. <laughs> um. Man. Batman was sweet. Mm. Uh, two out of three of them were. Which Batman? <laughs> um, what's his face? Ben Affleck. I hate his suit in this one. Yeah. Bat- Bat and Fleck. he looks super CGI'd. Like his face looked weird. Yeah. In his suit, I don't. I can't explain it. Um, the CGI when he's running through the multiverse is whack, which was on purpose. What's that called? Apparently, I read online that's called the Chrono Bowl. Yeah, oh. which I I didn't know if that I when until I figured it out I kept thinking what the heck is the Chrono Bowl like is there something I missed but it's like the time traveling mm-hmm. zone he's he enters into right um, so yeah just generally it was good I would have done it different if I was in the writers room um, I would give it a seven four wow that's higher than because I, oh, I I did enjoy it so I looked back at my Black Adam score which was a 6.8 and I liked this movie more than Black Adam which again I felt like you said more positive things about it than we did but you gave it a 6 uh, I guess I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 um, yeah the I, there was a there was about 20 minutes of this movie that was really really good but everything else was either bad or mediocre. But the thing is, nobody agrees what the best 20 minutes was. I'll right. tell you right away. <laughs> what is it? It's when they go to get Supergirl, and it's the big battle sequence with Supergirl, Batman, and the two Flashes. That's the best 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, I like that. In Russia? Yeah. When they go to Russia and they get Supergirl. Oh, not not against Zod. Oh, that too. I'm it, like oh, cumul- twenty minutes. Cumulatively, that's about twenty minutes of the movie. Those two, you know, big sure. sequences. What if I told you the best twenty minutes is when he loses his powers and he's got to like finagle this other guy around? So yeah, I'm powers. coming. I'm coming from watching the Flash TV show where mm-hmm. they, over many seasons, tell the story about his mom. Right. Um, and I just watched the Flash Paradox cartoon movie. Which is him going back in time to save his mom, which is what this movie is. Flashpoint, you're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Um, and in that, he changes things and he loses his powers and he has to go find Batman to get his powers back. Right. So I was thinking, holy cow, this is like the movie. And then they took elements of it. They probably used like 15 to 20% of that storyline and then made it kind of their own. Which there was a lot of creative elements in this movie that I thought really worked. I thought that the time travel chromo dome is that we called it chrono bowl. Why? I don't know where I came up with that. Chrome dome is like what you what, is like an insult <laughs> is what, against robots. And no, stuff. what Finn says to Phasma. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Chrome dome. 
<laughs> so the Chronodome, I thought that that was a very unique take on how Flash actually visually sees himself traveling through time. Okay. It's getting dragged through the, the mud on the internet because of the PlayStation 2 level CGI, as people are calling it. Yeah, that was the most striking thing about the movie to me is how terrible so much of the CGI is. Yeah. Like, it's bad. Yeah. it's And people kept saying, oh, it's stylistic. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's bad. Uh, I, it looks like it was like, it, it, when did we see the movie? Thursday? Or Friday? Uh, Thursday, yeah. It looks like the CG was done on Tuesday. Well, they were running out of time, and they had a limited budget, I guess. I That and, like, eventually, you know, towards the end of the movie, we see the, the multiverse of all these other domes that are floating around. It's like the Flash's dome is destabilizing because he's breaking reality, and it, like, cracks and splits open. You got a chrono bowl that sits inside of a chrono ball. Mmm, yes, yeah. <laughs> and you can see all these other bowls, and, like, you see... Nicholas Cage as Superman. You see, I didn't pick up on that reference, and I can't stand the fascination with Nick Cage. It's because before it. it's because before the correct me if I'm wrong, Austin. I, you probably looked this up. There was the Brandon I Ralph know. Superman, correct? That came out years ago. Superman Returns, correct? The game, the movie, the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and before that happened, there was originally a plan to have Nicholas Cage play yes. Superman. Yes. And if I recall correctly, that was going to be more of like a darker, weird sci-fi. Yeah. He actually did screen testing in a costume and everything. And he had the long, dark hair. And it was going to be like him fighting giant spiders and everything like that. I forget who was going to do those movies. Was it Kevin Smith or something like that? No. Maybe. Kevin Smith has talked about it. So I don't know if he was involved. Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, that was like a big thing where... A few years ago, maybe five years ago, those pictures hit the internet of Nick Cage in a suit. And it was like, what the heck is this? And it's like, oh, yeah, this almost happened. We almost made Superman movies with Nick Cage. So as like a nod to the fans, they throw in this multiverse where Nick Cage is Superman. What was the first one they showed? I can't even remember. It wasn't. It was like the old 1930s oh. or something like that. They showed Superman. the old Batman. The yeah, Adam um, West Batman. Adam West Batman. From the f- uh, 60s. Yep. I missed that. I didn't even see that. Yeah, that was they didn't like dive into it. You could just see this giant bowl and almost like a film strip of the bowl was Adam West running around. I think he had the bomb in his hand, that classic scene of him. It was a very creative way of showing that stuff. Super creative. Yeah, just didn't look good. Exactly. (laughs) And I think that the people who conceptualize that they did it in a very good way because that's a such a tough thing where like, how the heck does the flash break the speed force barrier to to then like pick a timeline to go to yeah it, that for them to visualize it that way was very creative but yeah, it was like as he was running it was like scrolling through time yeah that was cool i liked that that was that was done well until he was running in place and it was time that was moving around him which, yeah the the other go ahead the way he runs i hate well i uh, that was actually <laughs> i do hate I the think form he, i think he hates the way he runs the form in which he runs is ridiculous but i did think it was interesting and i didn't see the snyder cut i thought it was interesting that they don't make his legs move super fast all the other variations of flash it's like he's taking a bajillion steps in the blink of an eye whereas it's almost like when you're scrolling through your phone and the more you scroll it'll go like every swipe will go sure. further yeah. It's like he's not taking a million steps. Every step is a million feet. He's ramping exponentially. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting take, but I mm-hmm. hate the form and I think it looks stupid. Well, I thought the movie was making fun of itself when there was a moment where he was trying to run, but he didn't have his powers. Right. And he like 
intentionally looks ridiculous while writing that way. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. maybe we should actually just recap the movie. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go through the plot. Sure. The very beginning, I was like, what is this? I hated it. <laughs> I literally like you, you, I talked about the best 20 minutes being towards the end. The first 45 minutes, I was just like not rooting for this character, not connected to this character. And it, I was reminded very quickly, like you said, of how much I dislike Ezra Miller and his take on The Flash. Yeah, it, I don't know what it is about his voice. I just can't do it's it. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's, I got to be honest. I, I watched the movie and I didn't hate Ezra Miller. Dang, Sean. I Screw couldn't. you, man. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I wish I had. <laughs> what if I him. told you he hated you? Oh. <laughs> Has he watched the pot? Um, well, I don't know. I think I think it's maybe hard for most people to get over their their dis, their taste of Ezra Miller, and that definitely will kind of affect the way they enjoy the movie. Yeah. I thought he looked kind I, of goofy in the Sometimes suit, I don't too. know. If, sometimes I see movies and I probably can't do that. But in this movie, I guess it wasn't really a problem for me. So like, do yeah, you, sure, that's the Flash. He's a dork. Do you want to start off? Uh, I mean, do you want to start off with the recap? Yeah, let's do that. Did it you doesn't notice have to be so in-depth. Just yeah, kind of a just, basic. Did you notice it started off, first shot was a clock? Nope. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember first that. First thing you see, clock in a cafe. <laughs> it's a movie about time. Oh. Dang. Mm. It's like ninth grade media <laughs> class. <laughs> So he's going to like a cafe first thing. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I don't remember this being in the Snyder cut where he like needs calories because his metabolism is so he, fast. He, he, it's not even in the Snyder cut. He mentions it in all versions of Justice League where he says like, oh, my metabolism is super, super fast. So I'm just like constantly eating. He's like literally holding a pizza box and eating a whole pizza I gotcha. while he's talking to Ben Affleck's yeah, Batman. And, and that's a pretty consistent theme for The Flash. I don't, I didn't remember that, but, um, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. He had his watch telling him low calorie. He's got this sick like Garmin Phoenix Seven touchscreen solar panel. I did like how his, I did like how obnoxiously like UI obvious for the audience's <laughs> yeah. sake it could be low calorie, low Just calorie, as large letters as it possible, running can. low, right, with a meter. Yeah, like how does it know that? <laughs> it's probably Wayne Tech. Sure. Yeah. Got it from his buddy. There's on the other side of that needle, or the other side of that watch is a needle just going straight through his hand, <laughs> constantly measuring his blood sugar. Yeah. So he's he's at this cafe, and it's I I the whole interaction was weird. He's like, oh, where's the the girl that normally works here? She knows my order. This is my order, and it's like some other guy. He's, oh, she's not here, and he's just working super slow. And the Flash is running late to work. He's got no calories, and then he gets a call from uh, Alfred, right? Was it? Yeah, it was Alfred. Yeah, yeah, saying like, we need your help. There's a problem at the hospital. There's a terrorist attack on the hospital. <laughs> yeah, so he... he Man, those terrorists. Like, the hospital, really, guys? While the dude's making his sandwich, he f- goes to the bathroom, runs out of there as a flash, immediately stops right in front of the cafe. He's about to run, and he gets into his position. That looks so stupid. And then the title, the title of is like starting to form on the screen. The flat, and then... And then these girls scream out, ah! Which you've seen on the trailer. Yeah. I, the trailer the trailer ruins it. Like, st- stop doing that. I get you want people to go see your movie. I, You know, honestly, come on. I, I think I'm honestly going to stop watching trailers. Yeah. Because it, there's... Like other than Across the Spider-Verse, every single movie lately, I have had 
epic expectations that have just fallen apart. <laughs> Do you remember when James Gunn came out and said, this is going to be the best superhero movie you've ever seen? Oh, Gunderson. Not a I, good start, buddy. I buy into it every time. <laughs> and it's every movie. It's Guardians 3. Because he just did it's, Guardians 3, and it was really good. You guys ever read the reviews for The Rise of Skywalker? No. <laughs> or at least, like, first screenings, like early screening reviews? There's something else. Well, I'll say this. Uh, talking about not watching any trailers, I did that for Last Jedi. Sure. That was the one that I was, like, so uh, just totally away from any media, which is kind of funny because I th- feel like back then, like, sure. Instagram was not super video heavy. Whereas, like, if I try to avoid a TV trailer or a movie trailer, it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, I basically just have to say, I'm not going on social media for the next month. Can't escape it. No. And it wasn't like that back in, what was that, 2017? A long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, there's a terrorist attack on the hospital. Right, right, right. Uh, so the Flash goes and... On the top floor, you got all these newborn babies. Right. And the building collapses, and they all fall out the window. Right. And I thought, what is this movie? <laughs> That's pretty intense. <laughs> this is whack. Um, so, yeah, we see him running to save all these babies. But we learn you can't grab a human or touch a human when you're moving that quick. Right. So you need to bring in other things to... Uh, yeah, like other inanimate objects or I don't know. You need something else to like cushion the blow. Right. Um, so yeah, he saves all these babies and they tease us with he's going to save the baby and then he doesn't. He goes for a vending machine and it's like, what? Yeah. Then he eats all the food. and then- But it's interesting because he doesn't get his sandwich. Some girl throws a candy bar at him, but he doesn't get a chance to eat it because Alfred calls him and says, we need you now. So he runs off with like zero calories in his body mm-hmm. and you see that he slows down time. He's running up and then his watch is like out of energy out of calories and time starts speeding up like he can't he's not going fast enough and everything starts moving quicker so he's reaching for the baby and he goes right past the baby to a vending machine he just starts eating then he goes to something else and he just keeps eating stuff well you know what's funny is earlier way back weeks ago you kept talking about like the 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 quicksilver ultra slow motion scene yeah and i I remember watching that part of the, this movie and I'm like, wow, this is that, but like five minutes long. Yeah. But it was kind of fun. I mean, it was, yeah. apart from like really, really, really bad CG, mm-hmm. babies and dog. Yeah. And those like-, like, looks like something somebody on YouTube made. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was great. It was, uh, it was kind of funny. I mean, I, I did like the, I like the premise of, I'm like, okay, I get this. I get what you guys are going for. He's the Flash. He can move it literally faster than the speed of light. But he's waiting on a super slow, you know, uh, Starbucks worker, right. and then he's getting held up by these girls. And then he's got a, he's late for work. And I'm like, okay, I get the joke of even though he's got these superpowers, he's still like stuck in a spot he can't get out of, and he's starving, and he's got to get some food. And right. I'm like, okay, this is for me. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And the best thing to come out of that whole saving all those babies scene is that meme I showed you guys. <laughs> showed you guys where it's just a clip of the Flash rescuing the baby out of the microwave. He put it in, but it's in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scene is he saves the baby, pulls it out of the microwave, lays it down. There's all the babies lined up, and he looks up, and the nurse that was in charge of watching all these babies just screams at the top of her lungs. <laughs> 
you play that in reverse. She screams, baby, 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 grabs the baby, looks at it, puts it right in the microwave. That's great. That is Ezra Miller. (laughs) So, uh, and by the way, what happened to, I thought Batman was a hero. What happened to him? He just like, I have to stop these bad guys no matter how many people die. Well, he's, he's chasing these bad guys and you find out from Alfred that they've got this, uh, what was it? Some viral disease in a bottle. Something that mandated he do literally nothing else but stop the bad guys, I guess. So Batman's chasing them through the city. They're in like a armored Hummer. Kind of a cool scene. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I've said it before. Very I, Dark Knight. I don't know vibes, what it is. Dark Knight I, vibes. I just can't connect to Ben Affleck as Batman. I don't know why. He looks like a gorilla. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, his <laughs> suit was whack. Yeah, so he uh, he catches them. He saves them. Uh, but he, which there was a good part in that. He he hopped in the Hummer and started beating on the guys. And then he looked at the driver, and the driver just opened his door and jumped out. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. There was, was there good. was quite a few scenes that made me chuckle, and even might I say laugh out loud it was pretty humorous it was i thought the humor was good but yeah i, I would say this movie definitely felt like it had the tone done better for than sure out of those other dcu movies yeah a lot of the other dcu movies were like they're dark heavy movies trying to be funny yeah but this felt more like a fun movie right that at times gets dark right. for the sa- sake of like being uh dramatic yeah so Batman, uh, he he batter. Uh, what would you call it? He gets he gets the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he batterings the guy. And he's, yeah, he batterings him, him. He's hanging from this bridge uh, using his grappling. Gun. But oh no, the cable's gonna break. Oh and no. oh no, I can't hold him. Oh no. But wait, the Flash can travel at the speed of light. He'll save him. Nope, not him. No. <laughs> what do you mean no? Who no, saves Batman? Sean, because Wonder Woman shows up. Of course she for does. approximately seven and a half seconds. And then she flies away. So yeah, Gal Gadot shows up, saves the day. Gal Gadot. And then uh, the Flash shows up, and then there's this cheesy scene where they're both tied in the lasso of truth. Because she used it to save him. And uh, that was stupid, but whatever. It was stupid. Why was it stupid, Dave? I don't want to say it. It just was. It was so cheesy. Ben Affleck was just not my Batman. (laughs) Um, Hashtag not my Batman. Not my Batman. So, which that there's a, t- I mean, sorry to cut you off, but there's a ton of debate now of who's the best Batman because we got three of well, them. Well, it's not one. Ben Affleck, but Some basically say. from there, the story, uh, we find out his dad is going to court the next day. Um, and the whole story of the flash is his mom died when he was a kid. Uh, it seems like the dad did it, but the dad did not do it. Right. Um, but there's no evidence saying he didn't and he was there. Right. So evidence is circumstantial and he doesn't have an alibi. Right. Yep. His alibi was that he was getting a can of tomatoes from the grocery yeah. store. So Bruce Wayne helps out uh, Barry Allen and basically gets him the footage from the grocery store and he enhances it because it was all choppy. And it's basically like he sends him a USB stick and it says, sorry, Barry. And when you watch it, the dad is at the grocery store, but he never looks up. His head is down the whole time looking at the gro- the cans. and uh, yeah, He's got so, a hat on, so yes, it blocks his face. You can't tell that it's him, and it completely destroys his alibi. So he's like basically going to 
he's already in prison and this is like him gonna be staying in prison forever so barry's trying to free his dad he's trying to help his dad also they recast his dad uh i don't remember his dad being in was it in the snyder cut he's in uh he might be in both he's very very briefly in him it's a different actor but they i like the new actor because he's the guy from band of brothers and he's cool that's good um so his dad's uh i i don't remember what happens after that where what exactly um at this point barry is kind of crushed that his only evidence he had to prove his dad is innocent is not gonna do it right so he's like you know what barry it's okay i'm just gonna I'm just going to sit in prison. It's better that I'm in prison than out of prison and having to deal with the fact that your mom's gone. So Barry's like, well, I'm pretty quick. I could change things. No, you know what the, you know what the inciting incident of this film is? It's him going on a date with that girl. Iris. Iris. Because she's the one who gives him, like gets him to open up about what happened with his mom and dad. Which then gets him thinking about, wait, if this little thing changed in the past, then A, B, C, D would fall in place. And then he realizes out loud, oh, I just go back and fix that one thing. Right. And I'll save my mom. Right. He he realizes like, because you it goes back in time and it shows like they forgot the Flash, can. A flashback, you mean. <laughs> oh, Not, it didn't go back gosh. in time yet. Not yet in the movie. It was right. a flashback. It was a flashback. Or, Oh my god! Wait, did Flash go back or is it the back got flashed? What? <laughs> so they no, show that was Supergirl when in her gown Barry Allen was a kid. Uh, they forgot she his mom was about to make dinner. They forgot a can of tomatoes. So dad goes to the supermarket. Barry's chilling upstairs in his room, and then his mom gets stabbed with a knife. Who? <laughs> we don't know. She's dead. Uh, and it's just as the dad pulls up from the grocery store, he runs inside. He sees that she's bleeding. Barry comes down. Call one nine one one now. <laughs> <laughs> Skrillex. And uh, uh, the dad is with the mom, and he's got blood all over his hands. He's like, "Call nine one one." So then Barry just runs out of the house. He doesn't call nine one one. He just runs. He doesn't know how to run fast yet. Run, Barry, run. So he just runs. So then you get. Uh, it's, it's basically Barry standing in front of his childhood home and it's like the flashback and then shows Barry standing in front of his house and it's like it's a kind of it's a nice what would you call it blending of the two clips <laughs> I'd call it cringe <laughs> no well you know what I'll say about that flashback is do you notice how like hardcore they tried to lean into making it as sentimental as possible. Yeah. Like, oh, I love you, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, daddy. I love you. Like his mom. I love you more. Yeah, his mom is first. like perfect. Right. <laughs> only saying the most kind, loving, <laughs> yeah. emotionally appealing things a mom could say in like the least amount of time. Yeah. And I was like, I kept the whole movie. I kept thinking, wouldn't it have been more interesting if like their last interaction was like him getting mad at her about something right. like something dramatic instead it was just like right. oh man son life is perfect right now <laughs> right yeah. i could just die happy <laughs> I bet. so that uh he's he's remembering all this and they're showing the flashback and he gets up he's just so angry sure that he just starts running and he runs so fast that he goes into this. He forced Gumps right into the Chrono Bowl. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. 
So he ends up in the Chrono Bowl of you seeing like him scrolling back time like of what just happened in the last couple days and it's the see it's like he sees himself saving the babies and he like sticks his head through the chrono bowl and he's there oh yeah that's right he's there watching himself save the babies and then he sticks his head right back out and he realizes oh my gosh i just like i could travel back in time i just want to point out there's so many parallels to across the spider-verse with this movie. yeah for sure like that was spot in across the spider-verse Peering through different multiverses. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a lot of it kind of mirrored each other. Yeah. This movie, that's not the movie you want to go up against. That's <laughs> no, not the one me, you want it, to try. Uh, to me, so many things had to have been just a, a really weird coincidence. Because like right. these movies were made, technically The Flash was made, I mean, years ago. Right. I mean, maybe they were finishing some. Uh, uh, that's why I think a lot of the CG maybe was weird was because so much of it was getting redone mm-hmm. up until like right before the movie came out. Because well, like that, like you just pointed out, that's that is a shot for shot thing that happened in Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, these movies came out a week apart. Yeah, it's but like when Armageddon and that other Deep Impact movie came out. They've been right. working on time. The Across the Spider Verse for like four years though. Right. This movie was supposed to come out originally in what was it, 2018? So that's five years ago. Oh my gosh, dude, that's insane. Yeah, but then they were working on it for even longer. Not I on the CG. I forgot oh my about that. <laughs> Not wrong. It is crazy though that that like a week apart, two weeks apart, these movies it, come it's out. It's the same story. And really, this movie looks so much worse because Across the Spider Verse came out two weeks yeah. ago. If they would have, if they would have got the Flash out before Across the Spider Verse, yeah. I feel like it would have been a little better. I would have felt better about it. Yeah. yeah, probably. See, but and and the thing that really was way too weird was that the theme of the movie like the moral lesson is exactly the same the punch in the even down to like the canon event being the thing that motivates you to become a hero like because he he when he goes back into the past the first time and like checks out like oh here i am saving those babies he goes and he meets bruce right yep right after that he tells him like i i can do do this i can do this and he's like no you you know you can't just go back and change things blah 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 life is you know, the, your life is what's led you to this moment, or he gets all philosophical, but he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't help. <laughs> I'm like, dude, off are you saying it's a can- your mom's death is a canon event? Right. <laughs> no, we can't use that phrasing. Uh, I wish they just would have. So yeah, so he's talking to Bruce, and then he meets with Iris, and he realizes like it was the can of uh, tomatoes. The can of tomatoes is the reason because obviously the the murderer thought that nobody was home because there was no car in the driveway because my dad was gone so if i just if i just Chekhov's soup if i just get the can of tomato none of this happens and he basically bolts out of there he goes back to the chrono dome and he goes <coughs> to the grocery store yeah he goes yeah. back in time he's scrolling through different timelines um and then he sees a his like his lightning is like what orange red yeah he sees a purple lightning kind of breaking apart the different memories and he's mm-hmm. like what the heck so you get this like little tease right in the beginning uh-huh. right that there's something else in the multiverse with him <clears throat> so yeah he so gets he, the tomatoes he goes back he gets the tomatoes and then he puts he, it in his mom's grocery cart yep and then he tries to go back to his timeline and as he's doing it he's seeing all these memories of his mom alive and his sixth birthday or whatever his 18th birthday hooray it's like, all fixed. she's there all these happy memories and then all of a sudden this figure in the chrono dome bowl comes out and basically attacks flash and just like knocks him out oh my gosh is and, that the inciting incident 
Oh my gosh. And he knocks him into whatever timeline he was in in that moment, which ends up being a timeline where he is only 18 years old. So he ends up in front of his childhood home. He walks in and his mom's there and he just sneaks behind her (laughs) and like says hi, which completely would freak anybody out. But the dilemma, though, is they're like really surprised he's there. They're surprised that he has short hair. Oh my gosh, it's the same scene it's from the same thing as Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, the exact same thing. It's the same thing. Mom, I'm the Flash. <laughs> What'd you do to your hair? It's the same What's the thing. Flash? God dang. No, no, they don't say that. So but. he, uh, he, they're like, I can't believe you're here. I can't believe you're back. And he's like, Yeah. And then he turns around and he sees a younger version of himself acting like a complete idiot about to walk into the house and he immediately goes outside and confronts himself yeah he sees him prowler prowling around (laughs) so he tackles him (laughs) and he tries to conceal himself he's saying like what year is it what who are you what are you doing and eventually the younger version of himself pulls like his disguise off and sees that it's him and then you get this like weird like oh my gosh you're me what what's going on so then it's the flash explaining to his 18 year old self what is kind of going on but definitely concealing a lot of the information he conceals the fact that his mom died in his his timeline whereas he obviously grew up with his mom uh here's the problem ezra miller in his own right kind of annoyed me you take a 18 year old version that is even more Eccentric. Yeah, they made him like an obnoxious Californian surfer. Like, uh, uh, yeah, and just like, like super dumb. Have you ever seen that interview of the surfer? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was like immediately like, oh, oh, brother, this guy stinks. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of annoying. But so the issue though is the Flash has lost his power. In uh, oh wait, not yet. No, that's not well, what happened. I, the reason he. Want, he he. So he realizes not only what year it is, he realizes what day it is. Right. And then he realizes, wait, this is the day it happens. This is the day I get my powers. Pretty now, convenient, huh? Now, here's what I'm wondering. Is he suddenly concerned that, wait a minute, because I changed things in the past, my 18-year-old self has no reason to be in the location I originally get my powers from? Yeah. And if he doesn't get my powers, then that might screw up more things going forward. So I got to make sure he gets the powers. Right. Is that why he's like sticking around with them? Yeah, because he he has a the 18 year old version of himself has a date with Iris that night. And oh he's like, whoa, gosh. what? You have a date with Iris? They're meant to be. And it's he realizes, destiny. Wait, can an event. When I was your age, I wasn't away at college. A I was interning. Connection. I was interning at that lab. And at that lab tonight, I was there working late and I opened the window and then the lightning came in and it hit the chemicals and the chemicals fell on me and I got electrocuted or lightning jobbed. And then I became (laughs) flash super fast time. And he's realizing like, you're not an intern there. You're away at college. You're about to have a date with Iris. We got it. I need to put you in that chair that I was sitting in and make this happen. It's all coming it did come together so he takes him there they did do a pretty good job of describing and showing uh what happens when flash phases Phases. through a wall they like zoom in on the molecules where the molecules vibrate to the point where they separate a little bit and can phase right through any solid object dang good job on that well job i Uh, think this was a cool movie because we didn't get a flash origin movie so what we got in this movie is two flashes one is the 
him getting his powers, the origin of the Flash, with a wiser, more experienced Flash. Right. So you get to see like the origin and the OP Flash. It is all in one. Yeah. It was yeah. a cool dynamic. Cool dynamic. He's Just, got, see, he's unlocked the skill tree. Yeah. He's unlocked right. phasing. Yeah. And exactly. All that stuff. He's a level 17 Flash, and he yeah. just met level zero Flash. So thing I learned. So flash. thing I looked up because we were confused about this at the theater. Iris West, yeah, is a uh, played by this actress, this pretty pretty lady who is kind of like oh, as uh, Ezra, no, uh, Flash, <laughs> the Flash. He sees her outside <laughs> of his internship earlier in the movie, and uh, they go hey hey, and they start kind of catching up because I guess he went to school with her mm-hmm. and they have a, they end up having a date and it's at that date. Like I said, that he gets motivated to wait. I could go back in time and try a B and C, but I was thinking, well, wait a minute. Isn't this the same girl he rescues in the Snyder cut? Right. It was. Wow. It's the same girl. You know what? I didn't like her. <laughs> I didn't like the actress. I thought that Iris was played pretty poorly. It's because you can't trust her. She's a journalist. Uh, All she's looking for is this scoop. Yeah, um, that was messed up. He should have started. He should have said, you know, when he was walking with her and they were like kind of chit chatting and hanging out, he should have been like, hey, off the record. But he didn't. Yeah. So, you know, she's just going to put that in the journal. She's, she's going to put gonna, that in the paper. She's going to on the record that. Yeah. yeah. She's going to do to him what that one girl did to the one guy in Godzilla. <laughs> I don't remember that. Which one? The one with the Where, Quicksilver? <laughs> no, Godzilla. Speaking of Quicksilver. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, Iris was kind of mid in this movie. I thought her role kind of sucked. Uh, <laughs> no Riz. Uh, I don't know what he even sees in her. <laughs> so anyway, he gets young Flash into the chair and he's explaining to him to what's going to happen. He's like, wait a second. I don't want to get electrocuted. And they start arguing. And because they're arguing, the lightning strikes. It goes through veteran Flash and into 18-year-old uh, rookie rookie Flash. I like that. Vet, vet Flash, rookie Flash. So rookie Flash gets the powers after waking up. Veteran Flash loses his powers in the act. And then it's this huge dynamic of... You have the power, but you're an idiot and you don't know what you're doing. I'm going to try to teach you, but you have no patience. You're not listening to a word I say, and you're just dumb. So Dang. then hilarity ensues. He phases out of his clothes accidentally, so he's naked. Oh, no. He's running through the town. And he phases he's ru- through the floor. Yeah, he phases through the floor. He runs so fast through the town that his clothes catch on fire because of the friction. So it's like, oh, yeah, you can't run that fast because you're not wearing the right uh, clothes. Um, and he's naked. Big naked. In the middle of a intersection at a street and he's causing car crashes he turns Isn't off that why he got in trouble legally too oh my god in real life <laughs> i don't know didn't he do something like that <laughs> i i don't know i didn't look into it uh so yeah it's just like all the and this happens in the tv show too there is all of season one is just like him discovering like i i have to eat a lot of food i can't run too fast or my clothes the, the counter out. strengths to his powers yeah i'm gonna run right through my shoes if i'm not careful so uh, you know, Flash shows him the suit. He gets the suit on. He's he's learning how to be fast. I liked that they went out of their way to confirm that you got your the stupidest thing I'd ever heard of in my life is tr- is movie true that his suit is stored in his ring. Yeah, <laughs> he's just so fast. It was like one line about how that worked, and I totally missed it. 
it was like, oh, the air molecules react with this, which then expands the suit. <laughs> I missed the explanation to it. But then conveniently, the second he gets his powers, the second they work through this stuff, uh, General Zod shows up. No. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that happened right away. Now I remember. The stakes have been raised. And he's like, when General Zod showed up to my world, I was still a noob. I was still trying to figure out my powers, but I was there. And I actually thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. We got to learn that the Flash just got his powers the night before Zod showed up in Man of Steel. Right. That's pretty cool. That, yeah, and they, they show him. He's there. He's on scene. A flashback. Yes. <laughs> him describing, I tried to save or people and I couldn't. Or was it a quick silver scene? <laughs> That's right. It was a quick sliver of a scene. Oh, nice. Uh, so he, he it shows him saving a kid when the world eaters or and whatever he tried, they're called. But he's trying to save more people, but he couldn't. See, they show that he's trying to save the kid and his dad, but he can save the dad. The problem is they never set up reminder payback that bad boy they didn't they show him trying to save the dad but he can't and later on they show that same kid and dad getting thrown around and apparently they died well (laughs) let's say this the movie answers that question it's just not one you want to hear oh man yeah they get yoked i guess so uh flash immediately is like he learned a lesson that day that you can't save everyone right that's right. Who are you talking to then, Vet? Why are we even here? You <laughs> should have learned that lesson a while ago, and here we are. You've undone. You screwed up a whole timeline. Right. So he he's like, when General Zod showed up last time, we need Superman. We got to find Superman. How do we find Superman? Well, the only way to find Superman is to find Batman. So he's searching for Batman. But he doesn't know what is this world all about. He tries to call Aquaman. Yeah, and he gets uh, calls up. Rex. He calls Rex. He calls up Django Fett. <laughs> Tamora Morrison. <laughs> answers the phone. And uh, Django Fett's not interested in hearing none of it because he turns out he's not even born there is in no this Aquaman. timeline. And we're like, hold up. Hold the fort. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And then he looks up Cyborg, and Cyborg is the star quarterback for the Gotham Knights or whatever. Yeah. So he's not Cyborg yet. He's just the quarterback. And uh, and here's where I was going. Wait a minute. There's no way you're expecting me to believe that the Flash is older than Aquaman, or right. even that like when the Flash's mom died, that happened before Aquaman was born, and so that's why everything's different. I'm like, there's no way. But that's when they they that's they, they, it. they set you up. They set yeah. you up for disaster. So he finds out through some drunk and hungover roommates of young rookie Flash that Batman exists in this world. Those Nobody people, knows who he is. I just want to make a comment about uh, rookie Flash's roommates. <laughs> I didn't hate that scene because I liked that it was the it was the moment where Vet Flash is realizing, wow. Everything's changed. Right. Marty McFly is played by Eric Stoltz instead of Michael J. Fox. Which I think is hilarious because that's what we do when we talk about the Batmans. Yes. Batman was played by this guy. And so So. it's like it's all coming apart and he's like... But the reason I love that scene is because it was a moment that completely took me out of the movie. And I just kept sitting there thinking, I've never seen any of these actors before who are playing (laughs) as roommates. This maybe is like their big breakout role for the first time. And yet one of them is being played by a guy who like has to just like lift his leg up and expose his underwear for an extended bit. That uh and I'm like, hey, shout out to that actor. I hope 
I hope they paid you good for that because that's that's rough. That uh, that line about uh, Back to the Future, Marty McFly. That's a callback to the Snyderverse. I thought it was a callback to uh, Avengers Endgame when they make a comment about why can't we just Marty McFly this thing or whatever. They do that. Um, in I w- I'm pretty sure in the Snyder cut they talk about is everything you know about time from Back to the Future. Oh, do you remember that Aquaman when they're in the ship? They talk about it. So Snyder cut. I wish I w- I wish I would have watched that movie. I, I'm right almost positive they talk about. I it. I couldn't remember who it was that they kept saying played Marty McFly. It was Eric Stoltz. It, it was Eric Stoltz. The original. And, and when I googled to find out who is because I couldn't. Him. I don't know who Eric Stoltz is. Eric Stoltz almost was Marty McFly. Yeah. Yeah, and then they replaced him yeah. with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that was cool. And that is, like you said, that's when veteran Flash is like, whoa, everything's different. Let me call Aquaman. There is no Aquaman. Let me let me look up Cyborg. He's not Cyborg yet. And then he's Doesn't like... Doesn't he try to figure out Wonder Woman? But like, it's... what Was was there a gag about why he couldn't find Wonder Woman? I can't remember it. I don't remember either. So much of this movie was forgettable. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, he, but he figures out, I just need to find Bruce Wayne. Yes. Easy. I got to find Wayne. Batman. He's the strategizer. He's the world's greatest detective. He's the guy with the guts and the plan and the jazz. And the jobbers. <laughs> so, so the jazz? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, what I don't know where saying. you're going He's there. The, I don't either. He's the... The one. He's the one. So it's like, we got to find Batman. Well, who's Batman? Oh, don't worry. I know where he is. So he goes, he looks up Bruce Wayne. He looks up Wayne Manor. And it's this like dilapidated this mansion in the middle of nowhere. This like I remember. He goes inside and it's completely abandoned. They go into the kitchen though. And there's water boiling and there's pasta noodles and there's a sandal on the ground. And the place is covered in cobwebs. But yeah. Somebody's still using the place. So, like, somebody was just here, but the place looks like it's abandoned. And then Batman jumps out of the Oh, cover. my gosh. <laughs> that was a pretty cool... I mean, he was, like, he was messing veteran Flash up. because well, He didn't have any powers. Because he didn't have any powers. And then you see rookie yeah. Flash, like, watching all of it. But it's a- all the same. It's paralleled to... Ben Affleck's Batman throwing the thing at Ezra Miller. Right. It was all the same. Right. Except it was a frying pan. <laughs> so it had a lot of good mirrors. And he, he can't he can't move out of the way. So just- <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we see Michael Keaton as a very old, just scruffy looking like hobo Batman. Yeah. He's- here's here's what happened. When they actually go they go to great lengths during that entire fight scene before it ends to hide his face right with all that like hair because i thought maybe it was alfred i thought that too yeah. i thought oh my gosh it's bruce wayne is dead in this universe <laughs> and alfred has gone feral <laughs> <laughs> yeah he looked feral. he's lost his mind but he was owning him so yeah it, you see that it's michael keaton he clearly has been out of the game for a long time and uh Again, this is where veteran Flash is like, you're Bruce Wayne? Oh, no. You don't look anything like my Bruce Wayne. And then this was the one of the best parts of the movie. Right, David? Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, so they talk about the multiverse and stuff. Um, and Bruce Wayne gives an analogy of the multiverse. And he says, "It's you think it's like spaghetti noodles. Um, you think you go back in time, you change something. And then if you have two, two spaghetti noodles... <laughs> if you have two spaghetti noodles next to each other, you go back in time to change something. You think that one spaghetti noodle just branches off to create a different timeline. He's like, that's not how it works, though. What happens is you go back in time 
you change something and it recreates a whole different timeline. It's like an intersection point. Yeah, an intersection point. Instead of a, a branch, fulcrum, you create a cross section. So now, Christianity not, confirmed. Not only <laughs> take that atheist. Not only did you branch it, but you also completely changed everything about it from the start. Dang. So that's why there is no Aquaman. Cyborg isn't cyborg yet. Totally different Batman. And what about Superman? So they. They go to the Batcave, and Ezra's goal is to find Superman. So he's looking for, like, you know, he's looking at the date that Superman dropped into Earth. He's trying to find, like, asteroid landings or whatever, like any reports of a yeah. uh, something entering that Earth's atmosphere. And he finds something, and he finds it in Russia. Oh, no. And that's when they're like, we're going to Russia. So Batman suits up. He says, I'm going to help you with, with this one mesh mission, and then I'm done, dude. One last time. And I wish they wouldn't have shown... Supergirl in the trailers. Yeah. Because at this point, you're like, yo, are we getting Red Sun, Superman? Right. Like, what are we doing And here? this is actually, this is what happens in the Flashpoint, too. They go looking for Superman because it's like, they get to a point where they can only do so much and like, we need Superman. And they're like, who's Superman? What are you talking about? And, but in Flashpoint, he's like, he's Superman. He's Clark Kent. He's super powerful. And then uh, Batman's flip. like, don't you think that's a little on the nose? So then, <laughs> Superman. I mean, so, I don't call myself Super Batman. Yeah. And so, then Rookie Flash is like, you're Batman? Yeah. Which made me realize <laughs> he's in this scene. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, Rookie I, Flash has been sitting here having tried, trying so hard to catch up. Yeah. Keep up he's with them. so stupid throughout this whole movie. He has no idea what's going on. But that is what happens at Flashpoint. He starts, he goes to look for Superman. See, in that, though, Superman is being kept by the U.S. government. No. And America, how could you? And they're keeping him out of the sun. So when they go to Russia, I could kind of tell where this was going. And in my opinion, this is where the this is where the fun begins. This is where things start getting good. And I said last week that I was not really excited for this movie because one of the big hype up things was Michael Keaton returning as Batman. And I was kind of like, sure, meh. And I'm like, Michael Keaton is vulture is <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag my vulture. I was going to say Michael Keaton already did a movie called Birdman, which was like the perfect satire playoff of oh I used to be famous playing Batman and I'm not anymore mm. so like to actually have him unironically play Batman again right. feels like a just feels like you already like you just missed a joke yeah it's like having to explain the joke again right so well I will say that I wasn't excited but I the one of the best parts of the movie was Michael Keaton he actually Batman. was great in the movie super yeah. great now I like the idea the, the idea of all of his gadgets are still from the 90s. Yeah. And they're all very crude. And he's uh, like his mouth. He actually like uses like the old mouse that's like on a ball. Like you yeah. just like rotate a ball. Yeah. That's pretty fun. So he uh, he flies him into Russia and uh, they they end up in this basically this giant, I don't know, like nuclear pit. Base, yeah. Yeah. They're in some base and they're down in like the deepest level of it. And we get this sick, I mean, what was it, like six versus one Batman scene? And he just goes off. Goes gorilla mode on him. He does. And it was sweet. King Kong. It was one of the best fight scenes in the entire movie. And, and this was like, this is peak Batman. Even though it's old hobo Batman, <laughs> this is like some classic Batman. With use of batarangs, too. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I feel like we never see. Yeah, that was a really good use of his gadgets. And uh, It's so a they, reminder that like if you fight Superman... He'll punch you once and you're done. Right. And if you fight Wonder Woman, she'll punch you once and you're done. But if you fight Batman, he can't just like punch you once and you're done. So he'll like find a way to drop you on your neck. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like really not good. But one of the best scenes that I was laughing at pretty hard was just before that rookie flash moves veteran flash out of a bunch of bullet fire oh yeah and when he moves him it all slows down he goes what did you do he just starts puking violently and he just doesn't stop you're not supposed to move somebody that much in super speed yeah that was that was good i like that but then they find supergirl she's well they find this giant ball and flash is like okay if you're gonna keep superman anywhere it would be inside of there so they open it up. So Michael Keaton pulls out his BlackBerry <laughs> to hack to hack open the to hack it open. Yeah. But rookie Flash, like any Flash has ever done in any sequence, whenever a password needs to be entered, he just tries every combination possible, and he unlocks it, and uh, it opens up. They find a suit on the ground, and they find this just like thirty pound creature. They find the Gollum. They find Gollum basically. And uh, they're like, well, what the heck? This isn't even Superman. Let's You're get out of here. Not Superman. <laughs> Batman flat out is like, it's not him. Let's go. And Flash says, no, she needs help. We need to take her. So they take her. And uh, take the shot, Mickey. this was one of the best scenes, too, where they get on this elevator to get out of the shaft that they're in. And Batman's just got this, like, explosive charge. And he needs to calculate how much power should I put behind this explosive charge? How much do you weigh? <laughs> Pulls out a tape measure and everything. <laughs> he tape, yeah, he measures it, figures out how much they weigh. What do you put at? Like level seven? I don't know. And he just blows them straight out. And uh, then they just get surrounded by Russians. You know what's great about that moment, too, is I, I feel like there's a there should be a name for this trope in a movie or a TV show where a character does math real quick, and then it almost forces the audience to stop and check their math. Because <laughs> he's like, how much do you weigh? And they're like... uh uh, 180 so two of us and so like 400 pounds <laughs> and then and then I'm immediately sitting there going like okay so like how much is how much are they saying she weighs <laughs> 40 pounds or maybe it was like 420 or 440 or something like but that but just before that rookie flask gets shot in the kneecap oh that's right <laughs> he's like we could get shot and he's like why would you think we couldn't get shot what the heck's wrong with you so he's he's debilitated for a while oh you know and the reason that happened was because of the moment that actually was you guys didn't like ba- ben affleck having the lasso of truth around him and saying kind of awkward things right i didn't like batman like faking out that oh, guy yeah, that was cheesy and he didn't get intimidated so he just like fumbles around in his pocket and pulls out a gun yeah i was like batman wouldn't do that no i agree come on i agree the flash would yes not by, not so batman. they get out of there and then they're surrounded by russians and then what happens even as we all are uh so all all hope is lost they're Do on the ground they're about to get shot in the back of the head <laughs> But the sun peers out behind the clouds. Mm. Supergirl starts getting healed and she gets powerful and yoinks all of them. Yep. So. Sean left that theater wondering, what would it take? How do I meet her? What would it take to get a date? (laughs) Supergirl was the bright spot in this movie, but she was only in it for 11 minutes. It's, I'll just say it's really satisfying the way they've always handled super people in these DC, the new DCU movies. I really agree. Because when they move, it's like a concussive blast yeah. when yeah. they move. Like literally breaking sound barrier. When they punch somebody, it's like physically realistic. Like that extreme quick high impact sending somebody flying. Right. It's always so satisfying. Yeah, it really is. It's not like 
old school like Christopher Reeves holding up like clearly a prop that yeah. like doesn't weigh anything going huh right for sure uh, and this is kind of how they treated it in Flashpoint too it is Cal-El it is Superman that they find and he's like he kind of looks like an elongated like Mr. Fantastic where he's just like super thin and like stretched out and then he gets into the sunlight and he gains some power but he's still not Superman and that's kind of like the what they did with Supergirl where like she's been in this ball for so long whatever strength she had she's lost quite a bit of it yeah so she fights all these Russians off no no calories on her watch (laughs) she was low she needed the orange slices (laughs) but she fights them and then immediately just like collapses and passes out so then they take her back um, and then it's just like okay Zod's here we need your help and I mean I'm trying to I keep no, at this point, after that. the Flash is like, all right, Batman, I need my, my powers. Let's oh, let's yeah. recreate it, which is what they do in the cartoon movie. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he does it with Thomas Wayne, the Batman. Oh, so it's man. a different universe, but it's the same thing. They recreate it. It doesn't work at first. That's what happens in the cartoon movie. I almost whispered that to you, but I don't want to ruin Raising it. I forgot about mistakes. that. Um, and he's like, go again. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, but yeah, he gets his powers back. They recreate it, um, but with her like, help, right? She her help. she grabs him and takes him up into the clouds to get zapped. Actually, so here's where a plot hole occurs. Bring it. What happens is they take Kara Zorel mm-hmm. back to Wayne Mansion, and they kind of nurse her back to health. They put her on the roof to get some sun. She gets her nice suit on. She's a goddess. Oh my gosh! Look at her go. She flies off. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Where's she going? They need her. She says, uh, the last, the first people I met on this planet, the first humans I met put me in a cage or whatever. Right. I'm not interested in helping you guys. Right. Oh, man. Ugh, gut punch. What are we going to do? Flash is like, I got to get my powers back. So here's what she does. Zod is still, a, Zod's still out there. He's still a threat. Right. So she flies all the way to the desert um, from Man of Steel where Zod encounters the army right where they like handed off Clark Kent to him mm-hmm. and she sees Zod start attacking all the humans like they make eye contact and everything right and then she flies all the way back to wherever Bruce Wayne's mansion is right and then assists Flash giving him his powers back and then you have their like okay hold like we're getting the team together montage rookie Flash is building his own suit right then they go all the way back to where Zod is, and he's still fighting all those army yeah. people. So what was this like? <laughs> hours later, like a day later, it's and great. it's like, why are they still there? It's a great question, Sean. So they were just trying something. They're just really fast. He's <laughs> just so fast, so fast. Yeah. So Brookie Flash takes an old Batman suit, spray paints it. I liked that. Takes an old Batman cowl and cuts the ears off with a. Uh, hacksaw. Or the best part about it is that it looks absolutely awful. Yeah. <laughs> trash. I love it. <laughs> it looks like a trash bag. <laughs> so then they fly in and this is again where things get good and it's the big face off. It's the, the big crescendo of the movie. It's Zod and his chick and his destroyer dude and they look <laughs> bad. Again with the CG, the de-aging yeah. like yeah. they tried. So it, David, you just watched Man of Steel. 
Yeah, I watched half of it on the plane back from my honeymoon, and then I watched the last half last night. So what what are your thoughts with that fresh in your mind and now the Zod scene? Let's, let's rate that movie real quick. Dude. I'm going to give it a 9-1. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, that movie is so good. Such a good movie. Just this... Th- I totally forgot. It has been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. So now that I've seen it again, to relate it to all these superhero movies that we've seen. Yeah. This idea that like his human dad, the one who raised him, yeah. died right in front of him. And he's like, no, don't save me. Can't an event. If you you can't. You can't save me. You can't show. Yeah. You can't show who you are yet. That, that scene gets a lot of hate. And people are like, this is so stupid. He could have just easily saved him. Nobody would have even known. It's like, no, because there were so many eyewitnesses that saw the situation exactly. he was in and for him to just like you blink and all of a sudden he's not in that situation anymore didn't he save a bus full of kids though and that all yeah so that's over? that's yeah. how they found out who superman was though right lois lane went back and found that kid that got saved by him and from the bus you should right. let all those kids die you got flash that's what <laughs> spider-man 2099 would have done yeah so <laughs> who knows what those babies are going to grow up to do one day that the flash saved uh-oh world war three <laughs> Each of them will start a nation <laughs> and fight each other. Dang. So yeah, Man of Steel, 9-1. Uh, I haven't seen it in so long, but I mean, anybody that watched our uh, top 50 superhero movies uh, episode knows that I'm a huge fan of Man of Steel, and I was ticked that it was not in that top 50. Complete snub. Uh, I I can't say with 100% certainty because it's been so long, um, but if I gave the Batman featuring Robert Pattinson a nine five, I gave Across the Spider Verse a nine six. I would I would give Man of Steel a nine one. I agree with that. It was like just how disciplined he was in the movie. Yeah, like he was a disciplined Superman. Like he knew what he stood for. Yeah, and some just people, like, you know, Sean, you've talked about like some of Henry's portrayal of Superman is is very off brand. And obviously, the end of that movie when he snaps Zod's neck, people were not happy about that. But we've kind of seen that. But it was Zach, the best part of that movie. It sure was. But Zack Snyder, he kind of goes off the freaking rail sometimes. Everybody wants to talk about the Snyder Cut, restore the Snyderverse. There was uh, an interview where Snyder was talking about, yeah, if I was going to do Justice League 2, it, you know, like when uh, when Spider, uh, Superman, sorry, Spider-Man, when Superman dies, uh, Bruce and Lois were going to get together and like potentially have a kid. And like none of that is in the comics. And, he and might have just been messing. I don't think so. I think it was like he was legit talking about some of his plans moving forward. Thanks. And everybody was like, okay, never mind. They're Screw- called they're called breaks, Zach. Why don't you pump them? <laughs> <laughs> Screw the Snyderverse. This is for the best that he's gone. Because he really did like, it's like, I'm going to give you the best comic book character. And then I'm going to do something so effed up that yeah. is not in the oh, comics at all. Brother, this- so a lot of people were mad at that, but I love that movie. I, I love the dynamic a, with Zod too. How it's uh, Superman on his home turf, right? And then Zod is not accustomed to the home turf. Yeah, he's not ready for Earth. But then it flips to where Zod gets accustomed, right? And then it's Superman who has to uh, adjust to like the Kryptonian stuff, right? So it's like the playing field is like. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I like that. I uh, I actually found my uh, review oh my of gosh. Man of Steel on Letterboxd. Bring Can it. you guys see what that is? Uh, no. <laughs> what? Half a star? What? Yeah, I guess I gave it a I gave it a one out of ten. I hated it apparently. Dang, Sean, what the heck? Well, 
Can oh, you just tell me what you think of it? <laughs> Put it on the screen right now. <laughs> All right, now. Um, I guess I didn't like it. Dang, Sean. I love that movie. I, I guess it. we need to have a sleepover and watch it again. Yeah, maybe we'll do a Man of Steel breakdown where I tell you guys how bad it is. No. <laughs> but all that to say, <laughs> basically, they try to stop Man of Steel from happening. Right. They all, the Flashes and the Supergirl and the Batman, they right. go fight Zod and the Kryptonians. Right. And it is a, here's what I'll say. It's a long sequence, but because they keep changing its nature. Right. Basically, the fight goes one way, and then the flashes decide, no, we got to b- go back in time and try this. Yeah. Which is what I loved about the Snyder cut of uh, the Justice League. He goes back in time. That was like my favorite part of that whole movie. Basically, they, yeah, the, the bad guys win, and then right. Flash goes back in time to fix it. Right. So it's yeah, just it, like in the movie Galaxy Quest with uh, with uh, Sigourney Weaver and Tim Allen. It's also like uh, the Tom Cruise movie, Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. Or Jet Li. Edge of Tomorrow. The one. The one. <laughs> yeah. That is why like the Flash is just an ultimate weapon. It's like, oh, you killed everybody? Well, watch this. <laughs> I'm just going to redo all this because, and, and like, let's talk about that sequence. So uh, Supergirl confronts Zod. And he says, "Listen, just like a man said, we need to. We're gonna. We're gonna take Earth and rebuild Krypton. We and need she's the like, codex. Yeah, we need the codex. We need the DNA. I need the DNA found in the child sent <laughs> away from like Michael Shannon, just not giving any. Yeah, I was like, he's in his deathbed, and they just put a mic. <laughs> like, please, we did need they even this. did they even get him on film? Because I'm watching all of that, and I'm pretty sure it's just a guy in a suit." And then they just like kind of CG'd yeah. his face. I, for saw, sure, I saw an interview where he was talking about or saw some quotes and he said like Man of Steel, like he trained hardcore. He got an epic shape. It was like a nine month shoot. He said, Flash, they called uh, me. I was there for like, uh, like uh, it was like two weeks. Away. <laughs> <laughs> he was super confused about the whole storyline. He's like, didn't you see that my neck got snapped? What do you mean you want me to come back for a movie? <laughs> like, no, it's different. It's like a multiverse thing. And he was just like, Mr. Shannon, can you pay attention? <laughs> Have you seen anything that's been happening? Do you read any of the emails we send you? <laughs> so uh, the the most like emotional sequence was Supergirl was sent with Kal-El. Their two pods were together sent towards Earth. Yeah. And, and they got uh, separated. They got separated So somehow. it's like, I got I to gotta protect my cousin. Where is he? Right. And he says, well, we found your cousin. And uh, we realized that his blood didn't his, have. His DNA wasn't the one we needed. It was yours. And she says, what did you do to Cal What did you do? And he says, the infant did not survive. <laughs> Why is that so funny? And she goes, <laughs> and she just laserized him. Best scene in the movie. I thought that was sweet. That was sweet. <laughs> now, everybody's clamoring for her to come back as Supergirl in some capacity. Now, which I would now want- pause real quick. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. How <laughs> is she supposed to be the protector of her cousin? When Henry Cavill would definitely have been older than this un- actress, I didn't understand that either. It's like they didn't even try. I don't. I also don't know if Cal L is younger or older than Supergirl in the comics or in any of the shows. Or anything. I'd be okay if she was younger, and they would still like, hey, protect your older cousin anyway. Right. <laughs> but like, maybe she's stronger th- than him. They can't both be babies when they get to Earth at the right. same time. If he's like five or six years younger, right? Yeah, or five or six years older than her. So 
she goes ham taro on and you're like Zod. wow dude she's about to snap Zod's neck I'm getting ready for it <laughs> yeah but he doesn't get his neck snapped he, neither does she get hers snapped which is oh. also doubly disappointing he stabs her and then he extracts her blood a couple times yeah and now this is this is a scene I really like Batman is just flying around in a ship doing the best he can but he's he's a human and he's facing Kryptonians and flashes down there and it gets to the point where Supergirl is dot dead she's gone and he can't do anything he gets shot with his his ship gets shot and he's going down and he says I'm taking out the command ship I'm going in and Flash's like no don't no Bruce so Bruce just kamikazes that bad boy and I thought yeah that's a total Batman move except it didn't do anything because no. the ship has a shield yeah it literally didn't do anything yeah, so Supergirl dies, Batman dies, yeah. and then both Flashes are like, yo, we just lost. Yeah. And I'm like, did we just lose? Did yeah. we just lose? I'm like, end the movie right here. It'll be the greatest movie <laughs> ever made. <laughs> so Rookie Flash says like, well, no, we can we can change it, right? So they both run. They get into their chronodome sphere, and they go back, and they try to redo it. And immediately he's like, so, Rookie Flash is like, I know what I'm going to change. And Flash is like, yeah, okay, I know what I'm going to change too. So they get back, they redo everything, and they immediately he's like, "All right, I'm going in for the big ship." He goes, "No, Batman, it has a, he has a, whatever it has shield. A shield. It has a shield." He's like, "All right, Roger that. Okay, Roger that. Hold up." <laughs> he's like, "All right, I say Batman," and then Batman goes, "But that big guy doesn't have a shield. It's like the massive destroyer Kryptonian, and he should not have gone after that guy because then that guy jumps on his ship and takes his ship down." Batman puts up a fight against him though. I thought it was he pretty does. cool. Yeah, that, and that's all the like, bombs he plants on him. He's crawling all over and planting bombs. He puts a massive bomb on the back of his head and presumably blows his head off, except he doesn't. And if, and he just gets grabbed eventually and gets yeeted hard across the ground. Yep. But the, throughout while this is all happening, you see veteran Flash and rookie Flash like kind of playing off each other's speeds and they're like doing all these joint attacks and rookie Flash is getting comfortable with it. Um but then he, uh, they, oh, we didn't talk about him palpatining anybody. Do you want to talk about that, Sean? Palpatining? Yeah. Because his suit, mean? his suit is Batman's suit. It's not the Flash's suit. It's not the Flash's material. So in the beginning, Flash tells him, like, you got to be careful because your, your suit is not going to dissipate your energy. It's going to charge up. So you got to be careful. Oh, yeah. All that's static. So he's got all this static charge after he's running for so long. He's like, oh, you got to be careful. You, you, you got to, like, get rid of that somehow. And he goes, can I just, like, Palpatine this guy? He's like, can I just Emperor? Yeah, that's what he says. And then he just. Oh, he right, does, yeah. like the Emperor. Like, just. <laughs> just yoist him. Yeah. Just and the dude disintegrates. Crackles of electricity. That's that, pretty. That's That was pretty fun. That was cool. But, Which, but, how, how can they do that? How can they do, like, reference that? It's DC. It's not like it's like Disney. It's not like it's because there's a difference between borrowing a character and making a reference. I, do you think anybody cares that they referenced Back to the Future multiple times? That's yeah, true. That's or true. Bat in Deadpool, they re- reference Batman. But right, right. I guess just talking about a character versus showing a character. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like when Disney hears their stuff being referenced, they're like, "That's right." It's popular. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like when we take a 10 second clip off the internet and put it in our podcast, but not 11 seconds. Exactly. That's illegal (laughs) (laughs) because we will die. So they keep redoing it. Yeah, because nothing works. Nothing's working. It doesn't work. But one of the Supergirl keeps getting killed over and over again by Zod. But one of the And I'm like, gosh, she sucks. Yeah, she kind of (laughs) does. I like that she wasn't OP, though. But that's the thing. Like, just like in Flashpoint, like Superman wasn't Superman because he was being held captive that whole time. He didn't have his full power. Same thing with Supergirl. She was she was super powerful, but she was not peak Supergirl. 
Yeah. So she keeps getting killed by Zod. But one of the best parts is, uh, and this like plays into it for later, is Rookie Flash gets stabbed with like this Kryptonian like. I don't know what you would armor. Call it. I think he blows the person. He blows one of the Kryptonians up, and their armor shatters, and yes. like pieces of it get lodged in his arm. Yes, it's they both Palpatine him. They both Emperor the one big dude, and he explodes. Another another parallel. He's Miguel. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You're not wrong. <laughs> From across the Spider Verse, he is now Spider Man 2099. <laughs> he's got the blade. So yeah, he's got this like sick blade sticking out of his arm. Like oh my gosh! And he immediately uses that blade to kill the other Kryptonian chick. And it was like he killed her fast. It was dark too. It was, it was like <laughs> it was sweet. The other part isn't that, that made, the moment where then he just like looks at the camera or he looks at the other Flash, but it's the camera, right? And he's just like, again. Yeah, we, we do it again. So then they yeah, go back. And what, you want to stab her again? Dude. But one of the best parts was when they're like, they're like doing these joint attacks. I think it's rookie flash. He straight up just breaks some dude's back over yeah. his knee. <laughs> Gives him the bane. I laughed so loud, so hard at that. That was great. So dark, but I loved it. So then they go back and then they go back. And then the flash veteran flash is like, this is futile. I'm understanding now because we didn't mention this, but Michael Keaton, Batman, before we went out into battle, said, check out my pasta bowl now. We went over the noodle mm. analogy. Check out my bowl of pasta. All these different noodles intersect at some point. Those points, you can't stop. Right. They're going to intersect. Right. In other words, these are your canon events. The pasta bowl analogy was great. It was. To, to explain the multiverse of like it's a complete mess all these noodles are all over the place but just like with pasta noodles sometimes there are dimensions and universes that are parallel to each other and stick together and are kind of similar to each other and there's like consistent things that happen from each one so like there is a batman and sometimes it's different, but there's always a Batman in every single universe type of thing. Sure. And we always have these, like you said, intersecting canon events. They didn't say that, though, because that's across the... It's like, across it, the Flash, do you, are you good friends or like close with any like police captains? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Stacy. What's your uncle's name? <laughs> What's your aunt's name? So they just keep trying to... The rookie Flash is like hellbent on replaying this over and over again like no we can do it we can fix it i know what i'm gonna do different this time he just keeps doing it and you see flash well batman so bruce or uh, ben affleck batman in the beginning of the movie talks about this like there's things you can't change flash right um my parents died but like i don't want to bring them back because you don't mess with that right um someone had to die so then we get it again from Michael Keaton Batman. As Michael Keaton Batman's dying, he says, "No, like I'm supposed to die. Like this is this is it for me." Didn't he say like I, I need to save you? And he says, "You already did." I don't no, know. No, I, I how do I bring you back? And he goes, "You already did." Cuz he was a scruffy oh, hobo. That's true. That's right. He wanted to go out with a a flash. So, yeah, the Flash comes to grips that uh, you can't change certain things. Right. So he realizes Batman's always going to die here. Supergirl's he, always going to die here. He basically realizes this world is going to die. Zod is going to win, and he's going to take this world over. This dimension, this world I've created. This timeline. My, this timeline where my mom lives is not going to survive, no matter what I do. So you're saying there isn't any timeline or universe where me and Super. Supergirl can... I didn't say that, Sean. I oh. would never say that. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> so, but Rookie Flash does not get that message. And he doesn't give a dang. He is, he is, he's tilting. 
Mm. He's going through the Chrono Bolt over and over again. And this yep. is our, this is our parallel of Miguel and Miles Morales talking. Right. You got both Flashes talking to each other. Where Vet Flash is like, "Listen, buddy, we need Mom to die." Right. <laughs> and it's that big. <gasps> but it's different in Across the Spider Verse. You're like, "Well, hang on a second. Right. Like in this one, it's like, "No, like." Yeah. Killer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Rookie Flash can't come to grips with that though, and he keeps replaying it and he's ticked at veteran Flash, like, You're you you're just standing here, come and help me. But every time the rookie Flash does it, he's getting more and more like shrapnel all over him. He's getting more and more of that Kryptonian armor like stuck yeah. into him. So he's where like, is just it all give going? me I just I I can almost fix it, you know? Right. Where's it all going? So in this chronodome, whatever. We've got the two flashes. Right. One flash realizes, I saved my mom and all of this happened and this universe is going to fall apart. Zod's going to take it over. I need my mom to die. The other flash only knows his mom alive right? and doesn't want his mom to die, obviously. So now you have two different... Uh, a, you have two different Perspective. players on the sure, battlefield. Sure, sure. Now you're thinking, oh my gosh, does this Flash become the villain for this movie? Was that what this was all leading to? Does he become a reverse Flash? Mm. And now we got a Flash versus reverse Flash? No, I don't want you to kill my mom. Yes, I need to kill my mom. Right. And take the shot, Mickey. And then, who was that purple guy? Right. Is that who rookie Barry becomes? Um, Because he has to stop Barry from killing his mom? Nope. <laughs> no, it so wasn't. in about in about five minutes they wrap it up. <laughs> well, it was though. So one of the things that happened in the very first go round where they're trying to defeat Zod is Rookie Flash gets cut in the face like immediately because he doesn't realize that these Kryptonians are super strong and super fast. Because he's like, oh, oh, they're fast too. What the heck? And he gets this giant scar across his face. Gets a boo boo. So later on, no, I got these scars. The 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 mysterious figure that was in the Chrono Bowl was this like menacing speedster. And he was like all like he had all these. He looks like a monster. Like a bionicle. Yeah, that's true. He looks like a bionicle. Like a swamp like thing. A swamp thing bionicle flash knocks the other flash out. So then later you see rookie flash starting over and restarting and restarting. And he's gaining all this, these scars and all these like Kryptonian armor stuck to his body. And then you realize that the menacing figure, the bionicle flash is a super old version of rookie flash that has been stuck in this chrono bowl, replaying this sequence over and over and over oh and over gosh. again. It's so quick. <laughs> it's so fast. I think they in were in a flash. You could miss oh, it. Oh, man. Because I did. <laughs> I missed that. I missed that whole thing. They punch him in the face. The Bionicle Flash. They punch him in the face, and you see his scar. He mm-hmm. has the same scar as Rookie Flash. I gotcha. And you see... Then you realize, like, he's a Bionicle-looking figure because he's got millions of years of Kryptonian armor stuck to him. And it's stuck to his face, and you can't even see him. And that Rookie Flash has been replaying that battle for a hundred years trying to fix it and he's like i've almost got it we're we're so close to doing it and like oh my gosh no and i'm like well maybe he's right give him a chance i don't know like you know maybe he's almost there he's obviously got a lot of experience (laughs) it's like when you're playing a video game level a hundred times and you're like shoot i did this combo then that combo i need to redo it and it's like 
then you just finally realize like your data is corrupt I, <laughs> either that or my guy is not a high enough level to dude, complete it's this like, boss dude, battle you're, dude you're tilting you're tilting right now yeah so then they have an argument of like oh my god you're you're flash you're me and you're corrupted and i think he was savitar which is a character in the show it's this menacing speedster who's way faster than the Flash. He knows his every move. He he's gonna defeat him, and then you realize that Savitar is just a corrupt version of Barry. It is Barry from another timeline. So that's what they were doing, and and I think that they did it well. I I don't think so. Well, I think it was too quick. That's the problem. It is disappointing now that Dave mentions it that it it would have been a little bit more dramatic and felt more cohesive if they find out like oh that. Like you, you basically attach this this whole conflict, and you put it into the scene where the mom gets killed. Yes, and you go, oh, it all ties together. Right, his mom got killed because of this loop that had to be closed right. up or something. Right. Yeah, but instead, it, like this whole scene just takes place, and the villain is met. The villain's motivations are explained. The villain is defeated inside right. this yeah. Chrono Bowl. Because then he goes to kill veteran Barry of like, you're not going to help us. I'm going to kill you. Before he can kill him, rookie Barry steps in front and gets stabbed. <laughs> he gets stabbed by his future self. And then they both just disappear. And yeah, that was a, it was actually a very good setup for that villain. And it was like, but, a, oh my gosh, moment. But why would rookie flash save him? Yeah. He just told him, bro, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to kill your mom. <laughs> I'm going to go kill mom. <laughs> Someone, Someone had to die. There was, was no there was no redemption arc for him. Right. He should have been the villain at that point. Right. And we mentioned the other multiverses. He did get a redemption arc because he was going to become the villain. Right. But he sacrificed himself, and that's what defeated yeah, him. Yeah, but why? But it, Why all, would he? Because! Darn you, because <laughs> he's in in one second right. saw what he would become. Okay, yeah. Let's do let's Why this. and hey, why did it take you, 12 If you seconds? saw yourself becoming this nonsense monster one day, wouldn't you wouldn't you do anything you could to stop it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I don't know. But while while Rookie Flash is trying to replay this, you see the sphere like coming up. Oh undone. no, the chrono balls are gonna collide. And there's this <laughs> giant hole that opens up and you see that's when they we were talking about earlier, they show all these different dimensions. They give you a montage of old Superman, old Batman. Yep. Uh, curiously enough, no uh Christian Bale, Nolan Batman. I know, right? Uh no Brandon Ralph Superman. What the heck? No uh uh what's the T V version Grant of Gustin. Flash, yeah, no, with no TV they, versions of anything. They showed uh, uh, one of the old Flash guys. Yeah, uh huh. That guy was an actor. Yeah. in the Flash show. Probably when like the a cameo, Flash right? goes to another dimension. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they took that guy instead of Grant, Grant Gustin, Gustin, which is a total slap. To total the L. Total uh, L. No. I mean, Seven two. We got a very, very brief. Potentially, was Henry Cavale in like that video scene of like it was in the very beginning when Alfred's like, "We need your help, Flash," and he's like, "Well, why can't you just call Superman?" He's like, "No, Superman's busy." And you just see on the TV like there's a volcano erupting, and or you something. just like see a small on the TV Superman flying around, right, using his laser breath or right. or laser eyes and frost breath to stop a volcano. The only other time that he doesn't Hen- actually show up on screen. No, the only other time that. Henry Cavale shows up on screen is in the Chrono Dome, and you see a PlayStation Two version of Henry Cavale with droopy boobs and like a big flabby gut. Yeah. When he was trying to, well, it was because it was it was like moment when he was fighting the Justice League. Yeah, it's a it's 
flash running through time and you see that sequence playing out. But literally, there's a screenshot of the internet of this is the last time Henry Cavill will show up as Superman in the DC. And it's just like CG monster. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it is awful. Look, it looks bad. Uh, but that was the big like, oh, no, we're, we're destroying the multiverse. And then you see two of these spheres coming together and just disintegrate like just like in marvel when mr fantastic explains in uh dr strange multiverse of madness that an incursion can uh occur <laughs> here's what i was thinking though this moment in the movie's happening and i'm like oh well hey let's light this candle yeah <laughs> because isn't this what this movie's got to do it's right. got to destroy everything it's got to wipe everything and maybe we'll just cancel that aquaman movie <laughs> We cut ourselves off ahead of the past. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I mean, no, going no. into this movie, you know, this is the last of the Snyder verse, right? And then it's James Gunn's the whole plan, whatever he's he wants to do, right? So the whole time, you know, something's gonna change, yeah, to make it a cohesive story, a, right? You know, a smooth transition. This is the transition movie, yeah. So they save the day. Barry goes back to his timeline. Um, well, he goes back to put the, the soup or the tomatoes. So he, he put the tomatoes in his mom's cart and he goes back to take it out of his mom's cart. And then he got a nice little final conversation with his mom, which was very sentimental. Where he pretended yeah. to be some stranger. Right. And they had a nice conversation. Again, though, his mom. his mom is the perfect human who yeah. is going <laughs> to console some random stranger yeah, in just, the grocery store. I'm like, okay, I don't know you, but can I just hug you? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. If you just, you can keep this scene, but you should have gone back and had her, you know, have an off day with her family as the last time they ever saw her, because right. that would make this feel a little bit better. Sure. It's like, um, it's like an end game where Tony Stark goes back in time and he gets to have a conversation with his dad. Yeah. And it's like all nice and sentimental because they kind of get to reconcile some things without really knowing they're reconciling. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. Because Tony's dad is a total jerk. Throughout yeah. all the MCU. Uh, and then he just dies. And then he's dead. So, yeah, you're right. There needed to be some dichotomy versus like Barry Allen's mom is literally a perfect human. <laughs> she's the most happy. She's going to console random strangers. Their mar- her, the, mar- the marriage is perfect, perfect between mom and dad. They love each other so bad. Don't you understand? I love you guys so much. <laughs> I could die happy. Jeez, mom, it's just like a normal today, Tuesday. <laughs> today son <laughs> so he takes the soup at least thor's mom <laughs> knew at least thor's mom knew she was gonna die and she basically said as much to thor like yeah i know what's gonna happen it's okay don't worry about it right what the heck yeah <laughs> same thing he gets to have his sentimental what's with superheroes needing to go back in time to piece things together with their parents we can't do that i don't know man that's messed up you need superpowers to have a nice relationship with your mom or dad i guess yeah, so Wow. Maybe it's this just economy. You. It's reminding you you can't go back. So oh, start here no. now. Oh. But shout so out to mom. I keep <laughs> shout out to mom. So we just uh I keep calling it soup, but it was a can of tomatoes. So he takes the can of tomatoes back. But what does he do, David? He takes he sneaks the can of tomatoes out of the cart which he initially put in when he first went back in time. Right, right, right. He goes to put it back on the shelf, that once empty spot on the low shelf, mm. and then the scene ends. <laughs> 
So then we're back in his timeline. Yep. Everything's good. His dad is in court. Things seem normal. He's got a note from Iris saying, hey, you bailed. Sorry, I, I left. I didn't know when you were coming home. And it says, I'll see you in court. I waited up all night for you and you weren't there. I'll see you in court. Shoot. It's my dad's court date conveniently today. So then he runs to the courthouse and they are playing the, you know, that his alibi was that he was getting the can of tomatoes at the grocery store. We already know that Bruce cleaned up the footage and he never looked up. He's got no alibi. They're in the courthouse watching the footage, but something's different. In the video, he looks up because he's looking for the can of tomatoes. And he reaches at the top shelf and grabs a can. And by looking at the top shelf, he looks right at the security camera. And you can see that he was at the grocery store. He was getting a can of tomatoes. His alibi is true. And he's an innocent man. And the whole courtroom, or did they clap or gasp? I they <laughs> clasp. <laughs> so we realize Barry, in his infinite wisdom, said, I'm not changing anything but I'm going to change something. <laughs> so he takes all the tomatoes and takes them from the low shelf to the high so that his dad's face would show up on the camera and his dad is a free man. Dang. So he didn't change anything, Sean, except he did. And what happens? But it's not a big deal. He changed something that would affect his future. It doesn't affect his past. Right. Big deal. And at this point, you're, I mean, your butt's on fire in your seat because you're what? like, this is it. This is the transition. He changed something. Oh. This is James Gunn's universe now. Gunderson. He walks out of the courtroom and it's Zack Snyder on his knees and they're just about to take him <laughs> take him down. <laughs> it's just an execution of Zack oh Snyder. Oh my gosh. So Barry walks out. He gets a call from Bruce Wayne. Yo, Bruce, I haven't talked to you in so long. I can't wait to see you and I'll talk to you soon. He's like, oh no, Barry, don't worry. I'm pulling up right now. He's like, what? And you see this super car pull up and you can tell in the phone call it's not ben affleck that was not ben affleck's voice who is who is oh it's oh that my God. it's that uh, spongebob meme uh, uh, it's like is it gonna be christian bale <gasps> is it like yeah is it nolan it doesn't you're, you're listening is it the nolan batman theme playing is this is, is it, it kiss from a rose? Is, is it, it Robert Seal? Pattinson? Pattinson? Oh. Dun, no, dun, it can't be dun, because dun. we know James Gunn has his own plans for a Batman. You is this it? Is it's, this the introduction to the new Batman that's they, coming? Are they going to show us the new Batman? Oh my gosh. It's definitely not Ben Affleck. He changed it. The, the can. It's different. The door opens. Who is it? What is Paparazzi happening? Paparazzi surrounds him. We don't know. Oh, Bruce Wayne. Who are you? I don't want to say. Wait, which it. one is going to wants to say? <laughs> well, George Clooney. What? Oh. And at this point I said, <laughs> I hope you like this. <laughs> I I hate George Clooney Batman. So Everybody does. Well, he's not super he's, pumped. He's Batman and Robin, which is like the worst. Yeah. Worst. So we know James Gunn has plans for a Batman Robin movie. He sure does. Now, does this mean George Clooney is the Batman? Oh, I sure hope not. But, I like that George Clooney couldn't even, be, couldn't even be bothered to shave for the filming. He doesn't give a dang, dude. I took that as nothing more than just like a little goofy cameo. Right. But and also to give to give the Flash the one F word for the movie. I totally missed that. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't even get it. Maybe because I, I was saying it in my head. Yeah, I said I it out was, loud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I just thought that was like a like almost a comedic twist. Hmm. Which is which is just awkward because 
knowing how everything ends, you really wished it was something more profound, profound and yeah. meaningful and like something very distinctly clearly saying the gun universe is changing everything going forward. The, here's how you know. Right. But like having George Clooney come back doesn't really like right. do that. Exactly. So I did see online there was like four other alternate endings that were going to happen. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'll have to look it up. Um, but what's, I just saw it. Today. But then the, the film also, you sit through the credits and there is an end credit scene as well, which is also not anything. So yeah, we're thinking, okay, end credit. Maybe he goes back, moves the tomatoes back, you know, or, or moves him somewhere else. So like, okay, we got to fix the George Clooney thing now. Like that was a good joke. He just uh-huh. kills George Clooney. That, it's, just, it's like, it's, just like vibr- it's, See, it's like the Deadpool 2 yeah. uh, uh, ending. One of the things that Reverse Flash does, his like signature move, is he will vibrate his hand straight through your chest and then stop and take your heart. Would that hurt his hand though? No, he's good. That's how he kills it'll just, the mom. It'll just kill you. Yeah, that's how the mom dies. I in thought the it show. was with a knife. Well, that's that con. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so. I, I, it's like obviously he's got to fix this George Clooney thing, right? That was funny, but you got to fix it. You always got to fix George Clooney. Not necessarily, because it's just this crappy scene of him and uh, Aquaman walking out of a bar, and they're yoking it up. Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, drunk on set, and they just were like, "Well, let's film something anyway, I guess." <laughs> so then he falls into this massive puddle on the sidewalk, and he's like, "Oh, it's fine. I, I live here. It's cool." And then there's some bystanders standing there, and Ezra says, like, oh, no, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Which I did not understand what was happening. The only thing that is of note in the scene is it cuts to them, and it's clear that they're coming out of a bar. It's clear they've been having a conversation with each other about the Flash's experiences and time travel and all this stuff. Right. And all these different timeline variants of different heroes. And he says to him, like, yeah, but in every timeline you're aquaman right i'm like except for the timeline where he's not even born except for the only other timeline we saw yeah but anyway he's like yeah (laughs) but you're always aquaman and i'm like oh okay so they're saying they're saying jason momoa will be aquaman even in the gun universe right or they're saying at least jason momoa will be cast in the gun universe and it'll be all fine don't worry you didn't see anything yeah so that was uh I booed. Oh my gosh. I booed in the theater. You were I, that guy. Yeah, I, hated, the end credit I hated that end credit scene. Everybody was kinda like uh, and I went, Oh what's an end credit scene you wish they would have done? Um the flash vibrating his hand through uh George Clooney's chest. Yeah, but then they <laughs> that would just kill but then it would just be like introduce him in this scene and then like sit through five minutes of credits for him to kill him. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I, know I had no expectation, but I just didn't expect that. Honestly, I would have been interested. Very... I would have loved if it was they just used the end credit scene from Guardians of the Galaxy Three. <laughs> the legendary Star Lord. I wish it was <laughs> just showing reverse flash killing his mom. <gasps> right. Because to set up the next like, flash. Like going. I said, um Rookie Flash versus Vet Flash. It's like a loop of like Barry went back in that timeline and realized he needs to kill that mom. Right. So he is the murderer of that Flash's mom. Right. So that Flash wants to go to his timeline to kill his mom. Oh my god. Does that make sense? Sure, sure, sure. They, they do because the same thing to each in other. In the show, they are both each other's origin story. No. It's like Flash so, creates Reverse Flash and then Reverse Flash creates Flash. It's a loop. It is a loop. They're a dyad. 
in the a dyad in the Speed Force. Dang, just like Obi Wan and Ray. Just I like am. that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just like what's the spot and Miles Morales? Yeah, yeah. See the again the bagel event. The Spider-Verse. So what were these alternative endings you were talking I'm about? I'm trying to find them. Dang, you know what would be interesting? How about this? George Clooney gets out of the car. Oh, I'm Bruce, you know, and I have somebody I want you to meet. And then stepping out of the car is James Gunn <laughs> <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> and he points it at the Flash and, he says, and starts unloading. <laughs> and he says, again, we do it again. Oh, my God. Go back in time and fix what you did. I don't know. It's DC movie creating time. <laughs> so, so when we walked out of this theater, I said to you guys that I've watched a lot of Justice League cartoons. I've watched a lot of Batman cartoons. Uh, with the Justice League cartoons, you get a lot of Green Lantern, Batman, Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, Hawkman. And Hawkman. I would say that I am a much bigger fan of Marvel overall, but I think it's just because of the smashing success of the MCU. I think for me... The MCU is always so great because I go into those movies with no expectation of what that character is. They're, at this point, they use so many characters that you have not grown up with at all. I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxies even were before I saw that movie. Sure. I didn't know Tony Stark's personality. I knew who Iron Man was, didn't know his abilities, didn't know his personality. I didn't know anything about Thor other than from the Marvel video game. Well, it's a, you bring up a good point that we grew up, I had a Batman TV show. I had a Superman TV show. Mm-hmm. I had a Justice League TV show. Right. And then I had a Spider-Man TV right. show. Right. And so those were... I know Spider-Man and his villains. Yep. I don't know much else about Marvel besides that. For sure. And then I, I knew, know a lot about DC just through those other things. I knew who Captain America was. Didn't know anything about his story, his background, his villains, anything. So I think all the MCU movies you go into, it was just such a clean slate. And I also think that they absolutely nailed all of their castings. Because even the characters that I went into without a clean sp- slate, like the Spider-Mans, I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Um, I mean, like Chadwick Boseman as, as Black Panther. Can you even imagine them picking any other actor? He just completely owned that role. Yeah. I guess you could have had, um, uh, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. No, it's going to be a funny <laughs> joke when I say it. Gosh, Jonathan Majors. No, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling as Black Panther. Yeah, that's what's going around the internet right now. I saw that. That's why I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Not a bad idea. But I feel like Marvel, all their characters, blank slate, and then they nailed the casting. DC, they nailed the casting with Robert Pattinson. Because that is the, I mean, Batman is the character I know more about than any other character. And I'm confident in saying Did that. Did they? Did they nail that casting? I think they nailed that casting. I think his Bruce Wayne's a little rough. I think it's going to get better in the second one. I have to believe that. I have to verbalize it. I just like, I think I've talked about this before. I like Batman. I have to convince myself. I like Batman when he's a detective. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have superpowers. He right. doesn't need to be fighting supervillains all the time. But I've also said he is Batman and he pretends to be Bruce Wayne. Like he is ba- like he is 90% Batman. Right. And 10% of his life is pretending to be the billionaire playboy. So I, I don't care if his Bruce Wayne portrayal isn't that great. And I agree. It I don't wasn't. care about the Bruce Wayne stuff. Yeah, so. it really wasn't that great. I thought it was a little off, but I think it'll get better. And I also don't give a dang. But oh my the, gosh. the characters, Henry Cavill, the characters that I knew a lot about, that I didn't have a clean slate with, that I had a preconceived notion of who they were, I feel like DC has not casted very well. And they haven't, I don't know, they just haven't captured the character well for me. 
for I'm what standing I standing up now. I'm not sitting anymore. I'm standing uh -oh. up for what I think the character should be. Like I have a pretty good idea of who Flash is, and it's not Ezra Miller. And it's like the way he talks. He's not confident in himself. He's like super skittish. He's super obnoxious. Eighteen year old version is ten times worse. I don't know. His Barry Allen just annoys me. Yeah, and I honestly then cast a better Barry Allen. I would say that Go. the Iris West in the TV show is significantly oh, way better, better than the one in the movie. Way better. Yeah, I said it. If you could recast the Flash, yeah. Barry Allen, who would you choose? Uh, Zach Efron. <laughs> He's always our answer. I honestly don't know. I'm not good. But the, I didn't know who Chaz, Chadwick Boseman was. I didn't know who... I pretty much knew who everybody else I'm trying was. trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris Hemsworth. He was a nobody. That was like his first big role. In many ways, yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was saved by our man. He would have been dead. Dang. In the parking lot of a Burger King. <laughs> don't think that's how that story With goes. A needle in his arm. <laughs> Maybe. So, pick some random. I mean, Ezra Miller was a random. So you don't have an answer. No, dude, I'm not. I'm not good at that. <laughs> Sean, stuff. what do you think? I'm just good at telling you when you screwed up. I'm not good at helping you. <laughs> I'd cast you, Dave, as the new Barry Allen. I'd have fun with that. I would say you'd have, either... to, run, you'd have to run a lot, though. Would you though? You're just taking long strides, remember? Yeah. A million feet per stride. It's like, yeah, yeah you like fling your. It's nah, got like a know. Doctor Strange element to it. It's pretty lame. It's like yoga. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I would say if I was casting the Flash, I would either go Matt's dad. Wow. <laughs> or. <laughs> Let me pull up a list shout of actors. Out to, shout out to Matt's dad, Barry Dude, shout Allen. Out. Barry, his name is Barry Allen, just so people know. <laughs> um, uh, we've got Andrew Garfield. I only see him as Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, when it's you, kind of the same character, so you can't. When you play Spider-Man, you are tainted as forever Spider-Man. You can't um, play a different superhero. Whereas, like yeah, Chris dead. Evans. He played Human Torch. Like, that's not like a life defining role because Michael B. Jordan also played Human Torch. Yeah. And then he played Killmonger. Uh, we've got Human Grant. Torch is just a, it's just like a pivot moment. Like, like, all right, I did my Human Torch. Now, what's the next bigger role? More like it's a pit. Oh, no, Sean. <laughs> Gotta crawl out of Dylan O'Brien. I don't know who that is. Oh, wait. He's the guy from the uh, Maze Runner. Yep. Uh, sure. The guy who played Adam Warlock, maybe? No. No? He's got those eyebrows. I, I think it'd be safe to not try to have people play both DCU right. characters and Jack DCU Quaid. Characters. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Jack Quaid. He, he was uh he's the main He's the guy from the boys. The boys. He'd probably work actually really boys. well. Oh, Homelander? No, this is what he looks like. He's oh, the one yeah. human. I could see that. Jack Quaid's full cool. Um You know who's you know who's really cool? An up and coming actor who's got something to gain. Because he's a nobody right now. Nobody's ever heard of him. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Put him in an awful, ugly suit and call him Apocalypse. <laughs> um, well, throw me in makeup and call me Apocalypse. Like I said, I can't give you any answer. I can only tell you when they messed up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up our thoughts about um I think I've verbalized flashage. everything I needed to. I've spoken too many words. I'd say I found it to be perhaps the most appealing of the, the DCU films to me. Yeah. I as, agree. Far as, as far as like, oh, I'd not man of steel. I'd probably rewatch that. Word. It's kind of fun. 
It's not extremely heavy at times. Right. Like you can't, I can't ask somebody to sit through the Snyder cut. It's a good movie. I think the Snyder cut's great, but it's like yeah, it's four it's, hours of my life. Right. I just had a hard time when it all, you boil it all down to this. I had a hard time rooting for Ezra Miller as flash. Oh man. And much like the black Adam movie, I thought the first 45 minutes were just tough to get through. I kind of feel bad for the film because I think problems with the film are problems outside of the film. Like what? Like the relationship we have with Ezra Miller Ezra, sure. as an audience, as well as the continuity of this film in a greater scheme of other right. movies and how it's all kind of not it's important a, anymore. It's a mess. So uh, I think the movie was always going to be kind of playing at a major disadvantage. But that said, I I thought it was fine. I liked it. I liked it more than Quantum Mania. I think. What did you give Quantum Mania? Who cares? Okay. Probably Quantum Mania seven five. I gave this a seven four. I gave it seven. Sean Sean's the only one talking positive about it, but he gave us six. This was all messed up. What do you want from me? <laughs> hey, there well there's there's a there's a there's a there's a rating, but then also I can like it. Sure. All right. Well that was a great fun time. Big job. Good long combo about the f- flash. And I love you boys. And this is fun. <laughs> okay. And that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. If you have made it this far, you're a legend. I can't believe you. I am a princess. I sure am. And you should like, comment, and subscribe to this princess. Tell your mom about it. Tell your Aunt Beatrice. Hey, Beatrice, get on the YouTubes and subscribe. Sean spends way too long editing these. And you should definitely watch his sick edits. I made a lot of references, and I'm really hoping he puts all of those video clips in. And he won't because it's a lot. So we thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on all the major channels. This has been episode 41. We love watching these movies for you guys and breaking them down. We love getting together and just broing out with just just ball with my brass. Thank you, guys. Peace. I'm just trying to ball with my bros. (laughs) 